0: They'll check it out. There's a whole new generation of young people today who belong nowhere. But I prefer to be now cast. Third-culture kids where the concept of the Dupkan is the, the corner shop where the are shop. We are live outside. Hey, yo, what's up, people? What up, nation? It's the revolution of expression. you tuned in to the Dukan show. Stay tuned in. Arab digital generation is shaping their identity, their creative expression, and their future. So please give a very warm welcome to the Dupkan. Welcome to your tribe. Thabit used to call himself magical.
1: Thabit used to call himself magical?
0: Yeah, that was his thing. Ooh. And I'm like, mm, nah, bro. No,
1: bro. I was like, no, no, you're no, too no, short no, no, to be no, magical. No.
0: no. <laughs> oh my. I don't, know. I don't know When you tell me magical I expect height And those grand presence No
1: I don't I think but I think, you're
0: petite with dreads
1: No I, <laughs> I I have no judgment About his size There's or nothing his,
0: magical there. I have
1: no judgment About uh, Thabit for the record I have no judgment About your size <laughs> But I do think Your personality is magical So
0: MashaAllah Yeah
1: I'm, I'm just You know I don't I don't We so don't, don't want to create Any more haters Than we already have <laughs> Especially
0: one of them Who's on our team already No I mean we love that, Thabit it's
1: funny really you think so uh, of course I, I think Thabit is on a quest to find himself self himself, himself. I was about,
0: yeah. yeah like self discovery and he's got a lot to deal with because like he's an artist yeah and one of the very few that I would also call a craftsman I, I agree because artists are not craftsmen
1: I, not all artists are craftsmen and no. Thabit indeed yeah. is a craftsman I agree
0: like he would go on those quests to perfect whatever he does yeah
1: you know? i agree and i
0: think that's the biggest differentiator i feel like artists don't do that as well as a craftsman that's that's how you draw the line between both you know and i think when anthony bourdain articulated that in his book i'm like it was like this like light bulb moment that for I you oh god explain I loved that it. so the way anthony bourdain described it was that he said that chefs are craftsmen not artists okay and he goes into explaining the difference between them. He says, an artist is lazy. An artist does what he wants for himself. That's true. And it's true. a self-expression. That's true. An artist is irresponsible and works on their own terms and on their own hours. And most times, they might not even deliver because they, they have a mental masturbation of their, of their art yeah, for that's a very true. long time. Whereas craftsmen are the first people to show up, the last person to leave craftsmen spend countless times perfecting their art over and over and over again
1: that's true um,
0: they work twice as hard as most people and that's why you always say like you're you're perfecting your craft not perfecting your art
1: well you know what's interesting is you know I think we could debate for days and days and days mm. the meaning of what is art like what is an artist when do you, when are you defined as an artist yeah. what um, but one of the things that I really took away from Anthony Bourdain's um, audiobook was the fact that he did have this commitment to craftsmanship which yes. you know anytime I see that I'm very drawn to it I'm very attracted to it and I think I yeah. wish there was more of that in my life
0: and when we went to this flip side gig tonight I, I felt it because I'm a big fan of Now Rhythmic like I have records for this guy I got excited to hear them today because I haven't heard them for years yeah right but he is an artist not a craftsman he's amazing what he does he's phenomenal and talented but he will not spend time today to keep that that exercise or that that movement going yeah as soon as he's not in the mood he stops yeah right whereas a craftsman it doesn't matter rain hail snow family problems doesn't matter what's happening around you you're still creating and improving and perfecting that craft as soon as something as soon as an artist is not in the mood then they're not in the mood see they're not gonna this do is
1: it. yeah and and i think that i think that part of the craft of something is being able to summon the capacity to create yeah right um so the craftsman for example and i i mean this sushi as art you know yeah. food as art the craft of making food every time so that you eventually what is the practice of getting a Michelin star but having sat in this table time and time and time again the quality of the food the service of the to space has not all wavered times. exactly that's craftsmanship yeah. there is an art to it yes there is a process to it yes but I agree um, and I think, I think
0: if I want to sum it up the way it makes sense to me was that craftsmanship as art with the discipline
1: yes and i think the discipline is the most attractive thing to me yeah i find i i love i love the artists who are you know themselves and weird in their being mm. wonderful in their being connected in their being i love it but i think there is so much grace in having discipline and um yeah i, I yeah. had a yoga teacher that says muscles that are strong float those muscles that are strong you would think that they're rigid but no Mm -hmm. in fact that's how you float the stronger you are the lighter you are and i think that is part of like i look at life like that is like the the tougher we become the lighter we become because you don't you know you don't you're not as floppy or as like you know baby like in your in your approach to things um but on that note i did well i missed out tonight i actually feel like we should i should have been there but i was working
0: but you were working so like yeah the thing that you can't argue Speaking of craftsmanship, her, right?
1: you know, and I wonder, I wonder, you know, being a producer of content, just to kind of get this off my chest, because I thought Go about it, it a lot today. Hit me. What is my craft? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. my craft is project management. My craft is finding funding.
0: Yeah. My craft
1: is picking the people whose talents we are actually going to highlight and putting them in the right spaces. This is my craft, right? So I googled yesterday, who's the best producer? in mm. the world. Who's the best content producer in the world?
0: Because in video production is different from audio.
1: Completely. And it's Context. different from Yeah, and even in video, you have very split worlds, very much like in food or in 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 all kinds of art. You have people who believe the vloggers and the people that do content for the internet are not as qualified or as crafted as people that make things for Hollywood, for example, for mm. the cinema. And this is kind of... Uh, but I've never believed that.
0: So it's, it's a misconception? Eh,
1: no, I think it's just a very heavily debated topic. I don't think that... I think it's a moot. I don't think okay, it's a... Here's dis- the question. Yeah.
0: Can... W- would Hollywood content creators, you know, filmmakers, be, be able to do YouTube content? And would the same percentage of content creators be able to make Hollywood films?
1: So you can find and this is this is some, I haven't studied this but this is from what I know yeah, yeah. and Based I consume, on your
0: experience I consume exactly. a crap
1: ton of content I know. so like and I actually was clocking my YouTube hours I consume four hours of content on YouTube every day not just not not uh, sometimes passively so yeah. not completely no you're, uh, you're a great engaged, impact on the statistic but I, <laughs> I definitely am there Okay. Um, I believe that for for somebody to go from YouTube to the cinema, you will have or to to the traditional like format of filmmaking you will have to do you will have to go to what is called like film school or on the ground because there is a historical hierarchy and a practice that has been put in place there for the industry however like a process system. a process okay. exactly and then somebody going from the process to the completely unbridled world of Vimeo or YouTube mm-hmm. they have to learn to break every rule that they have been taught
0: okay so you master the craft and then forget it yeah
1: and you're gonna find these young guys i believe like films of the future will be very sporadic you're gonna find that they're actually going to be quite add if i don't mean to say that in a negative way just very jumpy and very full of like you know because and they're not going to be shot as well so if you take a wes anderson film for example you're going to take every single frame and every single frame is a portrait it's beautiful um for an internet generation, that's not necessarily something that I believe a lot of the young people that I'm surrounded by are looking at. They're actually looking at lower resolution. They're actually I'm looking, looking at. Jarred. They're looking at j- like jarring yeah. themselves. The they want
0: you effects and like yeah. all that.
1: And it harks back to, and I can't help but always go back to this when you think of what's, what Alexander McQueen did in fashion mm. or what Banksy did in graffiti. Where they took things that you, they jarred people. They jarred you out of your world, you know. Uh, and people didn't and it get was it. the best way to and get a people reaction. didn't get it for a very long time. Yeah. They just, they hated it. But you equally hate art, you know. Exactly. And I think there is a voice for young kids who we're calling made for the internet. I'm calling these kids made for the internet. And when, we, when I put them in front of brands, some brand managers get them. And others just don't completely. And that tension is going to be played out for quite a while. And I think it'll be played out in television. It'll be played out in... in is it know. a
0: good or a bad thing? or I think it's you... just a
1: thing. I think it's a wave. It, like It's kind of like the carriage versus the car. I think it's just a new vertical and a new way to express yourself. So these kids are thinking, okay, if I'm going to make a persona, a skateboarder, I'm going to make his Tumblr, I'm going to make his YouTube, I'm going to make his character in the world online. And but here's then, the thing. You
0: know, like, I, I understand the meat for the internet scheme because it does in a lot of ways follow... Passively, it follows a lot of different models that they have consumed over the past 15, 20 Since years. Since they were born. Right, exactly. So everything from the Vice approach of hand, of giving handicaps to skateboarders, letting them shoot their own stuff. Exactly. And that was the birth of Vice and that, that style of content, right? And then to the wanting to create stuff online on youtube and because of this craze over the past 10-15 years of people have decreasing attention spans so your th- your message got to be delivered faster past, yeah right so that created this obsession of wanting to make things shorter so it was a lot more um in- sporadic and impactful and jarring just to get your attention well, and they're the trying do- to make all these changes right? the
1: dawn of vine really like vine, vine was short-lived was, taught us a lot
0: but everything vine has done you see their result today. Yeah. Like today's content is a result of what Vine has created.
1: I, I agree and like, I think that, uh, you know, this is where I kind of say, I I can't tell you if it's good or bad. I'm not sure yet. But yeah. I'm open to a world that will show me something I've never seen before. Because these young kids, and when I say young kids, I mean uh, they're 21 year olds. You know, yeah. they're, they're young enough to be green in the industry but old enough they're, to have a creative voice. But here's the thing.
0: No, I, I, I'm with you. I think it's kind of like they're young. They're not young kids. They're young kids in an industry term. Exactly. But in a sense of maturity and in a sense of content creation and ex- experimentalism as as well. Like, they are far beyond their years.
1: Absolutely, because, because they've had access. Yeah, they've had access to the that. universe we, could, I did, we never did, had.
0: I, did, I was nowhere near doing any of that at 21. Exactly. I was just happy I'm legal to go clubbing. <laughs> like, yeah, that, exactly. that, was, that was it for But
1: me. I And I also think when I when I look at all of, I, we are in a transition, but when I look at tech, when I look at the to world of tech, the average age in a, in a tech company is like in their early 20s they're not hiring 40, 50, 60 year olds, you know? Which is a stark difference from the generation of our parents where people were staying in their jobs. No, but like
0: looking at some of my clients, I went from sitting with heads of marketing that used to be men in their late 50s to heads of marketing today at 32.
1: Right, exactly. And in corporate. And what does that say? I mean, flipping the question on its head, we are very young CEOs and we are very young leaders. What do we know? We're looking for mentors too. you know just like they're searching for creative mentors, we're also searching for our business mentors who are navigating a terrain that we're navigating a terrain.
0: Perfect. Stay here. This is good.: Okay, it I'll stay.: really
1: Yeah, so yeah. We'll navig- we're, we're navigating a terrain that, we've n- they, that our mentors have never known.: Yeah, right? They've never heard
0: mm-hmm.
1: or seen what the Internet can do, and we're making content for an Internet-based world. Yeah. You know. And so I think I think what I'm trying to say is we're figuring it out. And as we're figuring it out, I'm feeling like I'm onto something. I feel like we're onto a movement. We, our show would have never gone anywhere any uh, in any other time. In no. any other time, where would have our show? Where would our show? Exactly. Who who how would it Like how would you this? get into radio? Exactly. And I feel like because it's so democratized, I want this democracy. I want
0: That's what's great about it, isn't it? Yeah. But then that leaves the question of like, where is, if Wes Anderson was 21 today, how different would his content
1: be? I think it would be completely different. Right. But I also think, I believe there is a Wes Anderson out there Mm. that is, you know, making beautiful things. And I think he is being celebrated by the best of them, you know, but by the best of the young people, I think. But at the same time, like you said, craftsmanship craftsmanship is time so I'm waiting for the 20 year olds to become 40 year olds to tell me what's going on uh-huh. you know just yeah. like I'm sure when i'm forty five I'll tell you what's up yeah. you know in the, because we're we straddle the world we're we the ones that kind we're of straddle analog, analog and digital so
0: but what makes it really interesting as well is the fact that you just said it like you can't wait till these 21 year olds are forty, but they had an early start oh yeah right we didn't have that early start like yeah my early start at 14 of getting a job or working I was lifting boxes in a hot warehouse in Sharjah and putting them on trucks Do you
1: get what I mean right
0: so I didn't get I didn't have an early start in content no hardly right? like this is something I just did later because I was interested in it
1: but interestingly enough there are 89 and 90 year olds who just found the internet yeah. that have just said oh Well, this is an Instagram. Well, put this on the Instagram. And suddenly you have people calling them grandma and grandpa. And, you know, kids who don't have grandparents treat these Instagram kind of, you know.
0: Yeah, I was reading an article on the oldest street style hype beast. And it was this 88-year-old woman somewhere in Japan.
1: This is what I'm talking about. And, like, she
0: rocks all the streetwear.
1: Right. And and I feel like... but, But... I'm not sure what all of this means. The thing is, the funny thing is, people kind of look to you and I sometimes for like a trend analysis, yeah. or a, and I'm like, no, I don't know what this means. There is no. I'm. I've just put my finger on it. Yeah. I've barely even begun to interact with it. I've just given it a name. I don't even know if this name yeah. is correct, but I'm calling it something because it gives me uh, comfort, you know. Mm. Um, but the that's more- interesting
0: because like I saw a lot of that happen, in the sense that I. I would have told you about Glitch in 2015, 2016. Right, right, because it's I saw what the Koreans were doing. Right, as a response to K-pop, you had this new glitchy, darker, yeah. glitchy group of artists that were coming out and like with, that were adopting trap music, and it was just what they did with it was so disgustingly dark, but it was so attractive. It
1: was grimy. The word yes. is grimy, right? And like the funny thing about Glitch is that. And this is something that I'm trying to tackle right now. Brands that get it will get the young people. They without will, a doubt. They are going to
0: hire them, and brands that get it, they they look for them online, and they're like, that's, that's what, I, what want. I want. That's the person. And I mean.
1: the the frustration is that if you're a traditional brand manager, you're looking for a perfect shot of your shoe, your earring, your jewelry, yeah. your makeup. That ain't, you ain't getting that. Nope. It is off, if it is off-kilter on purpose, it is yep. low-resolution on purpose, its color has been changed on purpose. It doesn't
0: sit at the center of your photo anymore. It
1: never nah. will. And I think that's the problem, is that like if you don't understand this style, you will not only be left behind, but you will struggle to catch up and understand its yep. future. Because... This is not even what young people, like 15, 16-year-olds, this is what 21-year-olds yeah, no, are Yeah, no, the younger
0: you go, it's a whole different blog game That's out there. a
1: whole different Yo, visual I've, language.
0: Let me tell you, because like I've been researching these guys for a while, yeah. and like, it's the funniest thing. I was joking about it with a client the other day. I was like, if anybody goes through my Instagram, I would look like a pedophile. because like, <laughs> <laughs> I've just been researching teenagers to right. see what they're doing, right? And... They're on a whole other bargain. It'll be so it easier when crazy. Hamoudi's
1: a teenager. When your brother is a teenager, it'll be so much I easier. I had to go buy him
0: a tablet for school.
1: Right. Ex- for yeah. second grade. Yeah.
0: I bought him a tablet for school. Right. We used to throw chalk at teachers. Right. They have a smart screen yep. instead of a whiteboard. Yeah. And they have tablets. And Every student. But
1: this is the world I want. Yeah. I want them to have tablets. I want them to have... Uh, they a have access. Act, I want them. Yes, and I know handwriting is gonna go away. Like I know, <laughs> and I'm. You know me. I love calligraphy. I love beautiful handwriting. I still handwrite letters. I still send postcards. Yeah. But that's me. I believe a world of the future. I want no child in the world to not have access to the no, internet. but
0: so because I was talking about it on the weekend with my family, and I was like, what I think is still lacking in some schools is. I feel like coding yeah. and computer languages are as mandatory as English and science, hundred percent, and mathematics. Because 100%. when it's we the were in school, yeah, if we didn't know how to use a computer, you're considered illiterate. When we were in school, yeah, Like you had right. to learn basics of right. what a computer, how to operate a computer. Now, if you can't code and you can't, you know, like what is considered as computer engineering that you study in university needs to be a basic course like math and science
1: you know i completely agree with you and i think that um we we i was thinking to myself i should pick up a language like just for fun and i actually thought code like i know basic code Mm -hmm. like very 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 basic but it was taught to me later on Whereas a lot of, my, I mean, STEM is, you need to know STEM and yeah. you have to have, like, and if you're not engaged in the building blocks of our future, then wars are not going to be waged on ground. They're no. going to be waged online.
0: It's all on the computer. You've
1: got to yeah. be, you've got to be right. there and you've got to be available and art will be made online. And Your
0: devices are superior. Yeah. You imagine, yeah. Right? whether it's your computer whether it's your phone and the type of content people are creating on the move is crazy like that guy remember Hamam Oh yeah this dude is making phenomenal stories insta stories like that's his art form he does insta story video series and he knows how to tell a,
1: a good insta story
0: unbelievable you know and like you the usual trend that anybody deals with on their insta stories especially if you post on a day-to-day basis people eventually get bored of your content and you start to see less and less views of your daily series this guy's numbers go up Up, yeah he's that good yeah and that's a that's craftsmanship in that specific niche that he wants to own.
1: You know, but I love the niche. I love th- I love the niche of vertical video. I think people... And this is another debate, right? Yeah. Like, so there have been a lot of companies that have been opening up in, this, in LA specifically, production companies that specialize in vertical video. Mm. I disagree with the specialization. I think it should be something that you do well. Yeah. But I don't think you should specialize in I it. I don't
0: think it's a specialization for a company, but maybe But if you're employee. two people,
1: it's a good idea. Because yeah. it's good to specialize when you're only two people. So that you know exactly what you do and what but you're. But that's what i saying, well. like I
0: see it as someone in your team doing that. Right. They're good at that, and that's okay.
1: But I think what's interesting about guys that are content creators is that they don't think about it like a viable business. Mm. Rather, they think about it like, well, I'm on the. I'm just going to tell my story. Like, there's no deeper conquest for you know money or anything like that. I think they thought they think they could potentially make cash, but whatever but i think i like looking at the world in vertical but most of my counterparts don't they don't like seeing vertical they think that it's offensive That why would you crop the landscape we've been trying to get bigger we've been trying to get imax we've been trying to get anamorphic lenses to make things wider we've been trying to go to vr and 360 to tell the whole story why are we going vertical and i'm like well because your phone is superior and your phone that's is it. held up at a vertical. But th-
0: that's that's exactly. it. It's accessibility. Like
1: that's it. I don't have too much of a qual. No. I don't have qualms about it. You know.
0: Like this is the thing. I can either pay for a movie ticket, and go watch something IMAX, or I'm gonna sit and consume stuff on Instagram as I sit on my sofa on a toilet, which is easier.
1: Right. And right. I. But this is the other thing. Going back to obviously, no, not many people know this, but I've been on a. Yeah. I've been on a hiatus. On a hiatus right. For a while. Because I didn't want that constant accessibility. And I was on a hiatus from specifically Instagram and Facebook. YouTube is a really tough thing for me to quit. Um, And I think, I admit that I have this issue with, I love being connected to the world, but... I also realized the quality of the content that I was consuming was not at a high level because I had this like insatiable demand for it. So I was just I had a big appetite. Mm. I could digest a lot of it.
0: And it was feeding it.
1: And it and it was just feeding it. So that's a that's another part of it is that, you know, these sometimes it's just to satiate, to have comfort, to eat popcorn just cuz you're it's in front of you not because you're actually hungry or that it will give you no, nutrition exactly, yeah. right and i think that's part of what we're trying to kind of figure out in this new age of uh, of tings you know <laughs> of the internet ting-tings.
0: yeah it's it is a very unusual one cuz i'm i'm looking to see and i'm constantly on this hunt for like who's doing great work there are certain people that stand out majority of them would be visual artists, photographers, yeah. videographers, sometimes maybe makeup artists or whatever it is that they're they they're good at doing certain things and they become kind of instant superheroes on Instagram. Like the guy that did the... Um, uh, what's it called? That had the death over the San Francisco bridge.
1: Okay. The, the Golden
0: Gate Bridge. So, that was... Love it. Lord have... That was phenomenal. It,
1: it, it was inspired. It was inspired. <clears throat> right. But here's where I... It is where I have conflict. Okay. And it's not a big conflict. I'm sure other people have it. I don't want to be measured by likes. Mm. I don't. I don't want to be measured by likes. And I know it sounds trite, and I know it sounds... But, I, but,
0: but I've heard that before, and I get that.
1: I, I, I'm I not rebelling. I just don't like it. I've never liked it.
0: Because that system is broken. It's a popularity contest now. Yeah, but like, I was you always might, okay with popularity might, no, contests in real no, life. Because you might create some something... Incredible, but it's the arg- it's the philosophical argument of the if tree a tree that falls in the forest. Right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. does it really matter? Yeah. Because to me it's not the likes as much as it's the visibility. Mm. Right? Because then we spoke about this briefly the other day where you know we created some we, we spoke about it, I think, in depth when it comes to Dina Yassin and her work. Yeah. Right? Like Dina Yassin is one of the ahead of her time. Favorite fashion designers of yep. all time and shout out to her, because like she created a lot of the pieces we rocked and so many things and we sat uh we we sat at um uh we went to the movies and we sat at uh, what's it called um the, the superhero marvel uh fight. black panther thank you why did I... I forgot the name anyway but like we were sitting in the movie and you leaned over and you're like oh my god it's like they stole our instagram remember yeah, that
1: I said it was like our Instagram was their mood board yes because it was I mean, <laughs> you can't tell me you cannot right? tell me our Instagram go to my Instagram right now and tell right? me that and then, I did not wear half that stuff because she made it for me and
0: the second time you said the same thing was when you popped up Janet Jackson's new music video yeah
1: exactly right Which,
0: two times where you said the same but thing. I'm not wrong you're not but here's then that's what I was saying because I was like I've I'm going to keep repeating this to the high heavens for the world to hear that Dina Yassin was the first person I've seen to do this. And she was way ahead of her time, before Black Panther, before Janet Jackson, before many people. I mean, this was, like, years ago, right? And this is my problem with it because now people might credit Janet Jackson's designer. Oh,
1: they will. Oh, they will. Just because
0: of her, you know, visibility. So she's got more views, more likes, more numbers. But I will always fight this fight of, like, no... This person did it before.
1: But, uh, and I, okay, you're right. Or maybe you're I'm right. just too,
0: like, I see what you're about it.
1: No, 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 I don't think so. I think that it is important for us to recognize that. But it's kind of like, I can only think about it in the world of scripts. For every big blockbuster hit that got made, there are literally thousands that of scripts rejected. equally mm-hmm. good that were rejected sitting on, you know, I've got scripts kind of sitting on my shelf. that if You're
0: reading one today, where are you? Yo,
1: the one I'm reading right now? Arab script writer wonderful man beautifully crafted story uh, doesn't have all of the hang ups that we mm-hmm. have as Arab writers I cannot wait to I'm going to fight to get this produced I'm going to fight to get this film made that it good. is beautiful yeah it, it needs some work but I believe the, the core is okay. there I'm intrigued and I'm looking for it I'm probably going to fight to bring it to the Berlin Festival next Sick. next uh, next year I think it's amazing and I think that it's the the, the, the director or the writer is honest in his struggle as an Arab gay man. Mm -hmm. And it's really important. The story isn't about that, but it's woven in. And I think that there is resistance in a subversive way that's dope. Um, Smart. Yeah, it's smart. I'm with it. It's smart. But, I mean, look, between all of us, I think what we need to know is that we do have to lift each other up but it's like you and I said, if we don't get to mass, we almost don't matter. Yeah. But that's in conflict with my feeling that I don't want your likes. likes. Yeah. So where do where does somebody like me sit in the world of the internet?
0: And how do you equate mass?
1: Um, to be honest, I still think traditional media, and I, I, I say this with hesitation, mm. but I still, think, I still think the biggest power players financially
0: yeah.
1: are still within the realm of because, traditional media.
0: Because the thing is, mass is... And I think this is the romance in me and this is where I struggle. I don't struggle, actually. This is always what I'm battling. Against, yeah, I right? think I'm just saying well, yeah, this yeah. is what
1: we're struggling with yeah, right now. Because
0: I'm heavily qualitative with my analysis. Yeah, and my, Like a lot of the trainings I do, a lot of the workshops I design, it's always qualitative heavy. Yeah. So when I come and talk about cultural movements and things that are kind of just happening, the underbelly, the beast, and like things are just prepping to become this big cultural impact I see, it. I see if you will, a ripple effect of it, and it's just as it kicks off. And that's usually what I like to showcase. But a lot of people want to argue, and they want to see the number. They want to see the quantity. How many people... And my argument is, by the time it makes it mass, it's late. We're too late. We're too late. You missed the train. You got to wait for the next thing now, right? Um, But I also understand, because if I am... This multi-million dollar corporation And I want to invest in anything I want to see numbers Because at the end of the day I want to sell this product Whether I want to sell gum I want to sell soda Or whatever it is And
1: you and I are often frustrated By this conflict Because I don't ever want to equate The work that we do Which is deep and valuable And has impacted people In Mm -hmm. a very personal way So Buthayna says it From Cinema Akeel Buthayna Who I absolutely adore
0: Phenomenal she says woman. that
1: she believes that movement and change and cultural change, shaping the cultural landscape happens on a micro level. Yeah. It doesn't happen on a macro or mass level. It actually happens with individual interactions, changing one person after the other yeah. and converting and converting and converting people into cultural, um, you know, ambassadors. I think that that's a wonderful notion. But there is another part of me that feels like actually part of you needs to get on TV. Mm -hmm. you need to get as far and as wide as you can go and uh part of it i'm always conflicted about when we get to north american map media because i feel like the that's where the colonization stems from Mm -hmm. so how am i going to shape and affect and change things if i can't be there this yeah. is a very deep conflict but then i see guys like narcy you know working like working releasing his album it's on apple music it's on it's streaming on spotify it's on spotify you know um arabic, arabic playlists yeah. and it's on and equally uh, everywhere else and i feel like okay maybe there's hope but he functions from north america hmm. so this conflict of like how do we impact change? What is the kind of content we need to create to make this change happen? And most importantly, how do we do it so that it doesn't compromise who we are, like who OT is and yeah. who I am? Like, how do we do how that? How do you not
0: compromise the integrity of the art, right? the work itself? Because, and is it
1: even art? Like,
0: <laughs> this, is, yeah, this, is, I, this is even the other more, debate. Exactly. Because, like, it's a tough one. Because when we talk to our mentors and our friends and those in... North America, who are doing all these things, like, they're there now 25, 30, 40 years later. Yeah. Right? So the micro-movements to impact mass change takes time.
1: A lot of time.
0: So now my question becomes, and this is more of a self-reflective question as well, is how far can we go with this democratized media space? That well... That we can create so much stuff over time doesn't make it any faster am I speaking to two three people at a time instead of just one and it was a big part of this show when I started it it was designed to impact people and I always Mm. said whether I had one or a million listeners the show must go on we're still gonna make episodes I'm I'm always you've always been
1: the champion for that and I think that's put us on the straight and narrow all the time you know it gives us it gives us a compass right and a compass right
0: and and I always loved that about this so then it always became the question of okay how can how do I make that one two and make it three you know because also to what Buteyna said because like Buteyna came from comes from the cinematic universe where you know cinema has a massive role in culture
1: oh yeah and in propaganda Amazingly. and in politics like, and, in... and
0: when you see the history of it oh, it's absolutely. phenomenal
1: absolutely so
0: when you speak cinema I'm speaking to a room full of viewers in that theater
1: who have purposefully sat down to give you their attention yeah. the most valuable exactly. thing we have
0: so then it is active consumption at that moment where you're here to see this yeah. or receive this message whatever it is and it's a one way communication space. Yeah. whereas we're purposely more accessible we're out there we're on the show we're doing different video content now we're doing so many different pieces of content to reach people where they like to be reached and that in a space that's easier for them like you about that youtube life i'm gonna give you some stuff on youtube you do you You prefer instagram we're gonna be there you're a podcaster which is our, where we started from or you're into podcasts we're gonna come to you there and it's not... I'm starting to think of it as like it's not about just asking people to come to where you're most comfortable but coming to where they're comfortable. Well, you
1: have to reach out to where they're yeah. comfortable. And, yeah.
0: And then that's how you turn the one to two to three people.
1: You know, this is... Yeah, so that's that's the deeper conflict I think for me is... There is a part of me and if it wasn't for Dukan, I'm confessing, these mm. are my confessions. Um, mm. uh, <laughs> that time of day. Yeah. um, I would delete my Instagram tomorrow if it wasn't for Dukan. Yeah. I actually feel like I need to restart. I don't feel like I've I don't understand its ethos anymore. You know, and but I love my friends on there. Mm. I love the characters that they have on there, I love the inside jokes i love all of that but i don't know if it's healthy for me to be on there
0: so why not go through that purge
1: so just delete my account you mean
0: Hmm. go through the purge that akawi was suggesting where you go through all the accounts you're following and if it's not somebody you know personally that you've met unfollow it
1: yeah i all of them yeah
0: like whether it's news sites whether it's business accounts whether it's brands it's makeup it's art it's whatever it is if it's not somebody you know in person that you have met and followed, it. then
1: it's gotta go then see i it. don't know see what's very interesting is that i don't know what's happened to mm. my account but like you've noticed this sometimes it just grows for no yeah. reason and i don't do anything like i'm not active on it at yeah, all
0: Yeah, you haven't been too active really. but
1: but i don't it grows anyway, mm-hmm. and I, I think it's probably because peripherally of the things yeah, we the are always doing. Yeah, the tags exactly. and the and stories
0: in each other's videos. So
1: I think that's part of what's what makes it what makes it grow. However, I don't care for this growth. Yeah. And I don't know, and I know I should. Okay, I know. Mm. I, I but I just feel like I just want to focus on the content. Yeah. I want to focus on what I'm saying, what I'm what I'm what I'm doing, because I think that sometimes when we're making stuff, we forget that we actually have to make stuff we like. Yeah, we actually have to make stuff—not we stand behind, mm-hmm. but really that actually we look at enjoy. and we enjoy, you yeah. know, because that's the purpose of content. It's to make the—it's to make you happy, yeah. not necessarily you, the audience, but rather you, the creator, yeah. right? And that's something we're not really. But that's
0: why I was saying, like, it's just to refine your purpose and your compass. For yeah, your content, yeah. Right? Because when I started to can, and then within the first year, I started to see the impact and how things were shifting. I went back and I deleted all of my old content that had to do anything with family. I cleaned it up for my Yeah, I'm going to Because gonna I was like, you that. know what? I was like, this OT official persona online is strictly professional. Like, you get an insight into my life, yes, but it's not a gallery of my family. That I cannot mix these two. With, so, I was like, I kind of pulled that out. Yeah. Right? Um, every now and then, I'd put something that I like or I think people would find interesting that relates to the ducan universe right in one way or the other if my family is involved in it that's okay because they they gave consent right but not intimate family information i took that out completely yeah so it's the same way i manage the way i, I think about it is the same way i'm managing ducan show i'm managing ducan media and ot official they're like accounts.
1: Yeah, and I but I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> like is it okay you to say that? You want to keep that? it
0: personal too. No,
1: I think that I am a person who is personal. Mm. That is part of my brand. Like when I say my brand, it's part of what I enjoy. Mm. It really is what I love. But were I to look at the world that Instagram is right now, um, I said this in another podcast but I'll I'll say I feel like I should say it again. Now, there's an echo chamber that happens in the yeah. algorithm and you explained it. Yeah. You said it's six things. And yeah. all of those things have to do with you and the people you New know. Yeah. But it's I want Instagram to introduce me like I actually want Instagram to, to to introduce me to like somebody completely opposite from me. But I don't think it's built to do that for me. Do you get what I mean? And there's no button that allows me to do that. No,
0: because that's what the algorithm does. Yeah. And and it's not about chronological or not. No, exactly. Most of the complaints people had were about how it's not chronological anymore. And it's giving you certain things or it's prioritizing things for you. But those priorities are based on who you follow. Right? Who you choose to follow Mm. is who you get to see. Yeah. But what started to happen is that it reflects in your explore page. Who you get to discover is based on what you like.
1: It's problematic. It's problematic. I just think across the board, it's problematic. And how do I, how do I, um, it's not negative. It's problematic for me. Like I'm having a personal, because I see people flourishing. (laughs) Like I see, I see people loving 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 it, loving life, you know. But then
0: the negative is if you're feeding a negative hunger. Mm. Meaning, if you're the type of person that spends more time watching and commenting and liking videos and photos that are of controversial nature or things that kind of instigate this negative energy from you, Ie like something you hate, Eckhart
1: Tolle calls it the pain body. Yes. Yeah.
0: And you feel instantly you want to comment and you want to start a fight and how dare you say that and like you want to get involved in this thing. You're just it's gonna become the most negative feed you've ever seen. It's just gonna become this instigative bunch of content that is going to bother you at all times yeah whereas if you just want to be happier in life and you're just consuming and engaging with things that make you feel good you just see all that over time i agree but then it doesn't allow for a, uh, an opposing viewpoint
1: you need an opposing viewpoint in your life and i think i i'm the first person to like when i see things about war or i see things i'm i hide it because mm. i in the middle of my work day which is when i would check instagram sometimes right i cannot be jarred like that but then what it ended up happening was that I was just in this world, and but I'm not the only one. But I think also beyond that, I just think it's about all of this is about the call to make content that makes you happy. That's yeah. really what the heart of this is all about. And I think if that is the purpose, then shouldn't it stand to reason that you actually eliminate all of your, you don't follow anybody. Yeah. What if you didn't follow anybody? A lot of
0: people have that practice. You know, this and uh,
1: yeah, you, you don't follow anybody and actually nobody follows you and you just make this blank canvas content.
0: That's called a Finsta.
1: What? Oh, that's a Finsta. Yeah. That,
0: that's what I've learned.
1: Yeah. The, Funny and youth. yeah. From the youth. So Finstas are like.
0: Finsta is fake Instagram. It's fake
1: Instagram. That's Instagrams. what it, that's Exactly. Where so their
0: They're Instagram accounts that are private where pretty much you get to experiment and create whatever you want to create on it. Do whatever you want to do nobody ever sees it
1: exactly or only a very select group of people yeah. see it
0: so yeah so like zayna my intern she's got that where she just and probably the funniest thing i've ever seen like it was so interesting because in person she's very shy and she's very, very, and very polite yeah
1: she's sp- very standoffish a little bit yeah, you know not not, not, per- so not, lovely, not yeah she's wonderful right? actually and
0: then on her finsta yo she's the funniest thing i've ever seen really like it is crazy and she only has like 50 or 60 people that get to see her contest. So she's very selective about who gets to see it. And she's just herself through and through. And I'm like, it's really interesting because she's because she's shy, she might not be able to be that comfortable in pe- with people around her. But then she just likes to experiment and you know sit in front of a camera and create funny videos.
1: Yeah, but what about if you're a public figure like we are?
0: then you definitely need a Finsta for your family.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I, I think my family, I mean, this is the thing, is like we function in the world of WhatsApp. Yeah. We share on WhatsApp. We don't yeah. have, like, Adam's got a Finsta, but I don't want to be a part of it. And no, like, I've, I've seen it. You don't want to be a no,
0: part of it. like I have seen it you do not want to be a of it no
1: i do not want to be a part of it. It's funny, I'm sure, but he makes me laugh anyway. I don't yeah. need to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. But I think what I find interesting is How do I be as close to authentic in Mm. my space? I don't want another Instagram. I want my Instagram and I want it to be like and this is probably just control freak situation. It is. You know, it is. Like it should I should just be able to function.
0: Because it just sounds like your Google Photos list.
1: Yeah, don't you think? Yeah. Eh. Anyways, moving through through all of it, I think everybody's navigating these issues and I think that we'll kind of figure it out as we go. It's a modern day
0: problem. Isn't it? Yeah. But because like every time there's an update on any tech or social media there is some psychologist that has a comment to make about it right. how is this affecting people and how is this affecting the youth and how people are becoming more addicted to their devices and all these issues but i think i gotta give it to guy review this one because he did kind of put it in, a, in an ideal way where it's like it just made people transparent yeah like if you're not interested in the person you're sitting with and you're on your phone even if you didn't have social media, you would have not been you, interested. You exactly. would have just faked it. Exactly. Right? And I was like, that's that's exactly it. It just made you a, a lot more transparent. Like, um, your kids wanting to be on a device is not because they're bad kids, is but because as a parent, you, were, you wanted to distract them with something so you can focus on something else. Right. Instead of giving them more time. So it just started to, it was a mirror to society. Yeah. Is what it did. So I thought that was a really interesting point of view on it as well. So strange so times like we're all figuring it out as we go
1: I think we're we'll figure it out you know but all in all when I see at the end of the day nothing replaces our human interactions with each other no. and so I think remember
0: what was it sorry to interrupt I just, the um, the hype that every agency every media and brand and advertising expert called it word of mouth on steroids exactly and I hated that I remember I hated it I'm like uh,
1: I it, it isn't no, it's not. It's because not word if of I mouth. I tell but you something
0: is dope in person
1: versus that's word of a, mouth.
0: That's word of and mouth, and there's nothing
1: like, that there's currently nothing no. that beats that.
0: Because like, oh my God, Reem, let me tell you about yeah. this thing. It's great. We gotta go check it out, or you gotta buy this. Yeah. You will. But then if I just post about something online, yeah, maybe not so much. You might not even buy into it. it. Granted, probably more people saw it, but not more people are gonna take that action as opposed to when I tell you in person, you will take that action.
1: Absolutely. I right? like to to this day. What we do is not word of mouth until I meet you and I tell you, guys, this is really good. At the end of it, we vet so much about, we vet everything that comes through the show, but it's still not word of mouth. No, it's not. It's still not. It doesn't matter which way you look at it. And I think that kind of comes down to all of the questions about social media for me are questions of authenticity.
0: Yeah.
1: All of the questions that we have, all of the quandaries that we have, they're all questions of authenticity.
0: On, on the, the, the Hypebeast podcast, the business of hype, um, Jeff Staples articulated it very well because he was talking about it in the universe of sneakers today, right? And the hype behind sneakers. And there are certain people that he called chefs that get hired for these jobs, right? Which pretty much you got to be able to understand trends, understand the markets, understand the shoppers,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, understand media and how it operates understand culture and authenticity and money
1: and connect all of those
0: once you add all of that that formula you need to be able to be that person that can bring all of that together into those different pieces of insight that would drive the creation of the next pair of sneakers the next hottest so um,
1: what breeds what ground breeds this guy so
0: I, I looked I, I was listening to it I looked at Kyle, I was like you know what you got the potential to be that does. guy right? percent he does 100,000% he does he does so then when you hear the interview with Yassine he says he played so because his parents didn't want him to be a troubled kid as he grew up in France right there's you know the the Arab parental system of you don't going to school is not only mandatory doing well in school yeah. is an expectation yeah it's, right
1: it, your failure is you, unacceptable yeah your failure exactly. is not right? even an option so
0: you have that and then adding to it his parents put him in so many different sports because he otherwise he would hang out in the street he'd yeah. have time to waste and they didn't want him to so sports has a positive impact and it's like go play sports yeah. so he played tennis he played basketball he played different things and then when he was in his when he be, uh, when he played soccer and then as he became a teenager and got older he got into skateboarding and then he got into basketball that became his thing the basketball crew had a completely different type of fashion and music genre yeah. and style and slang that they were into his skateboarding crew was co- the complete polar opposite of that so now he lived in these two different universes as he, as he got older and then Gets into a university that is in sort of a, um, a snowboarding town, oh, wow. if you will, somewhere in the mountains in France. So then now he is, now he's engaged and in, in this new universe of snowboarding, mountains, closer to Germany, a little further out of Paris, or sorry, whatever city he came from in France. And he was exposed to that so now it's a new culture and new style, a new style and new design so it's these different experiences universes that you have at the same time but i think also a part of it is um he spoke about like certain types of trauma or you know difficulties growing up and marrying all these pieces together right and then having an eye for design and having a, a good ear for music and understanding i think the kids like um one of the things i hated about Oh, and I still do, about the advertising agency uh, industry in general, a lot of people who make it to C-level management, they think they know it all. Where, uh, it's, uh, when, you, when you focus on this industry, it's, it's a youth game. Yeah. If you actually pay attention and listen to what they have to say don't discredit them because you're more experienced and because you're older. Well,
1: you heard about what happened like a few weeks ago in one of the largest, like, basically, obviously Mm. we're not going to mention names, but a good friend of ours who's a strategist for a really, really, really large brand was sitting and she was actually told told by, you know, a brand consultant, you're too young to know what you're doing. And I think that is a fatal error. If you look at somebody who's 25 and says... You're too young to know what you're doing. I'm like, "Bro." And she defended herself mm. and cuz she's extremely articulate. What she what did she, she say? said I'm, you're making content for a platform that was made for me. Yeah. I live in. I live this. I'm not telling you because I've I've researched Insight. Well I am Insight. Yeah. She's like you are trying to sell to me, and you're not listening to me. Yeah. And I thought, oh my god, this is first of all why she's one of us, why mm-hmm. she's our friend, and why I believe we, you know, she's she's brilliant enough to change. I think the game of our lens, the, the 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 Arab ad world. I believe this girl is like a powerhouse, yeah. a strategist and a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it was said to her in a boardroom in 2018
0: yeah.
1: by another woman who Shows was in the, the industry for 23 years. Uh, you know, uh, where is leadership? Where exactly. is where is where's mentorship? Where's where's mentorship? mentorship? Where's, and this where's happened, and i frustrated an by it. An open
0: dialogue, yes. right? Because, yes, she can learn from her experience and understanding admin and the different ways the businesses operate and politics. Granted. Granted. But when it comes to content that's made for her or when it comes to platforms that's made for her, like, you can't argue that. And I think this is a... Don't discredit people because of the youth. Actually listen to Actually what they listen, have to say. And,
1: and I think the... But for me, and I know what... We talked about it extensively because she needed to vent. Yeah. And she said to me, it wasn't the fact that I was discredited, but I was... This, you're too young to know what you're yeah. doing. Those words, when you throw them, when you hurl them at somebody who's young, who believes in the industry who wants to create content that changes the game, yeah. you silence that. Mm-hmm. Because never in your boardroom will she give you the valuable insight that you're paying tons of money for. It's go. crazy. It's crazy. I don't get it. And it's, but it's exactly to your point. Listen, you might not agree,
0: but I glitch. hate
1: Glitch. <laughs> I hate it. But like you would never
0: watch anything I, with w- it.
1: I, I purposefully move away from it, for it is too jarring, and yeah. I don't get it. However, pound for pound, it's performed better than most of the content for that demographic that we've created exactly i'm sorry to like i I don't i cannot the numbers you know and not only that the young guys who create this content are being sought out Mm -hmm. so it's not like they did one shot and it was horrible and the client never came back on the contrary they are now my retainer client yeah and on the contrary now i they're being sought out by larger brands even though i hate the content i can't deny that truth you know
0: but, There's that's nothing exactly I can do. It. <laughs> you know? So it, that's it, this is why like it was it was one of the I think it was the the issues of advertising or sometimes by the way like and I'm not a fan for example of all the little this little that type of stuff.
1: Salam. <laughs>